Welcome to the Local Agitator Podcast. I'm Kevin Kennedy. On today's episode, I speak with my pal Scott Keating about the Ottoman Empire, adventures in the ravine, and homemade pizza. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so is that your new office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, tell, me, wish, so tell yeah. me about that. Uh, what's this? What's happening? Well, this is just, I mean, we're at home, right? So, right. Uh, see if I can twist this around. So, we got the white the, the glass boards up, and this is just our, this is supposed to be a dining room. Wait, so and... you're saying, so when you were moving offices, you were getting out of your other office? Like yeah. Your... So, we, uh, we, you know, like, pretty relieved actually to get the hell out of the lease no kidding it expired uh or it expires the end of april so um we got the hell out um and the landlord wants to start showing it so he said you know get your stuff out of there and we'll we're good to go so yeah so we moved a lot just this weekend we moved a lot of the stuff home which was crazy so we had a really busy few days and just today uh, like last night we finally got like most of the, it's like moving, right? Like, so it's like unpacking yeah. boxes and all that shit. So, so Lord. in terms of the new office, so what is that? So how did you like reconfigure your, your house? Where are you eating now? So we actually pre COVID when we bought the house, we, this is like, like, it's unbelievable. We had, Two years ago, we were looking at commercial spaces. We were thinking we're going to buy a commercial building, live mm-hmm. in a in the like top floor, use the second floor for an office, and rent out whatever's the rest or something, you know, like whatever. And so we were going to do that, and you know, quickly figured out that office or commercial space, the going rate was like a thousand bucks a foot plus. Mm-hmm. And residential prices were about half that at the mm-hmm. time. This is a couple of years ago for at least for housing, like not condos, but like houses. Right. So uh, we found a big house instead mm-hmm. and said, you know, what, we can put the if we find a house where it's got great living space and we can fit an office. That's like the best way to go. So we bought the house and uh, now we actually moved it and we had the lease you know we couldn't get out of our lease right so we had that for two more years uh until coming up now and uh and so this has kind of just forced us to move everything home anyways so which we were going to do yeah so 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 the house has enough room for everything yeah so the front of the house it's one of those houses that they built uh, a huge great room kitchen great room thing off the back of it yeah. So the the original dining room living room is a perfect office. So you're going to have like uh, clients uh, come in could do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we got sep- we've even got separate entrances because they built they built a side door. Right. It's like that. It's not it's it's just as functional as a front door. It's not like one of those side doors where you go in and you got to go down the stairs or up <laughs> yeah. the stairs, you know. Yeah. Like it's actually a a nice uh, side entrance that they've built in that takes you right into the living space at the back of the house with the great room and everything. And that's where, that's what we use every day, like right. personally. And then we've got a front door on the, right. and on you the... can fire up a little sign out front. Totally. Kind of like an orthodontist, you know? Like yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. 
like classy, you know, totally. on the front lawn. Totally. Totally. And we're kind of in that, you know, architect designer space. Well, kind of, we are in that space. So it actually is pretty normal. It's not like it's, it's, yeah. uh, we originally took the space downtown because we wanted to be pro. We wanted to be real. We wanted to be, yeah, be in the mix, be in the mix. Right. But our, I think our brand is strong enough now that we can, you know, over, overcome the, the fact that we're working from home and there's enough space here too for, you know, we've got a, a couple employees still, so they, but they can show up here and, and work from here on the oh, days yeah. they, they need to. So we can have all our, of our, you know, staff functions and creative meetings and all that kind of stuff can still go on here. That's great. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. One of the, one of the things I wanted to chat with you about, I, you know, actually I want to, I talked to a few guys about how they've been working, you know, but actually, like Sandro about how, how he worked as a teacher and Nikki and stuff like that. And, yeah. and my other friend who, who designed suits, you know what I mean? Like everybody, everybody's sort of obviously yeah. have been upended. Um, but actually I, I don't know a lot of people, you know, there are a lot of people even in, in our group that their, their jobs have been upended, but not a lot of them either have had to do sort of a major like pivot you know, like kind of yeah. really change their business and yeah. like mine has. Right. So like, it's a very yeah, like totally. live event business. Now there's yeah. no, you, you can't do those. So, totally. and in your case, so really your primary angle was working with office spaces <laughs> and now <laughs> yep. right? it was a great niche, right? And niche. now no one's in the office, right? Like that's the reality now. Yeah. Like hundred percent stop. Like live events, office space yeah. will will come back. Like that's no one's like denying. Uh, that, yeah, right? eventually, but it's going to be slow. I think, like well, live yeah. events, right? Yeah, they. When I think about it, I think someone Actually, said, "Well, yeah." Know. Like I think there will be live events. Will there, like, will will I want to be working in a in a in a space where I'm having to take temperatures on the way in, like? Man, like it was already hard enough when people could just walk in, and you know, once you layer in any other like layer, it, it be, the model starts to, to fall apart, right? Yeah. Like I just read in the newspaper about, you know, about restaurants and doing takeout and their pivot and and like you know, you start adding up the cost of the the containers, you know, and the cost of all these other things, and it's like, why am I fucking doing this, right? Yeah. I know. So in your case, how, how has that, you know, because, because I know you guys launched a yeah. few different uh, campaigns essentially. And how's that been? Yeah. So I don't know, like it's, it's, it's like you, it's like, it went, it went like a hundred percent stop. Right. Like, cause we were, um, using basically architecture, design, interior design, design, build skills specifically in the workspace or office area, like you said, right? So, and it just, it crashed to a hundred percent stop in March last year. So literally one day to the next, we just had like our pipeline just completely was it gone, collapsed. Yeah. collapsed. People that were going to sign leases didn't sign leases, you know, like all, it just went completely black. And, um, and I guess that happened mostly for everybody, but for 
you know, a lot of people, they continue, they had like a couple of months where they're scrambling to like get everybody home and mm-hmm. work from home and all that stuff, but keep their business going. Whereas we didn't have any business really to keep going. We had, we have a couple of office clients that have um, some sort of, you know, ongoing service contracts, but they're really, really small. And, you know, and I can't even believe I just mentioned them, but um, the rest of it was all pretty project based. And there has been not, you know, we haven't had a single project. We originally thought, okay, here's what we do. Everybody's working from home. Um, People will want to spruce up their offices, you know, like kind of give it a little extra, uh, whatever, while they're not in there, because now's the time to do it. Cause yeah, right. Not a, not a chance. Mm-hmm. Not only did their sort of view of the office go into the So, um, you know, and then we thought, well, we'll work with the people that have gone home. And what we found was that most of, including our clients, but, you know, most of the world's, you know, shot, you know, gave everybody a thousand bucks, said, you know, do what you need to do and you're good to go. And so nobody was hiring like consultants or anybody to do any programming. We, we built a a huge program for work from home. Didn't really go anywhere because, you know, people were, people were pretty good at surviving and getting it getting it done so they didn't really need us um yeah because it's this kind of like no one's saying i mean some companies are saying we're not gonna you know be hiring people again or not gonna have people in the office again but a lot of there there was always sort of a term onto it right so how are you going to invest in in your home office if you'll be back in the office in a year or you'll be back you know it's not like you're for 10 years and then people might you know sorry start investing right yeah yeah totally totally so you know like they there weren't any big investments you know like when we were talking you know our business was based on people were sending spending you know boatloads of money on yeah, building beautiful yeah. campus offices to you know yeah. for people to to work in and so the the relative you know business uh, opportunity if you want to call it that afterwards was like it was it's just insignificant uh, relative mm-hmm. to what was going on with our office business um so we we scrambled around for a half a year trying to figure that out right like trying to still thinking about our workspace niche and then you know finally after you know it felt like a bit of a bag of hammers you know like you banging your head against that wall for for six months like okay let's try something different (laughs) so um so we figured well you know we've we've done a little bit of residential in the past we actually did have one residential client at the time that carried through actually through all last summer um and um and while it seemed in, in, insignificant, kind of something we were just doing on the side at the time when we started it, it turned into the only thing we were doing. And so we we spent a lot of time and energy on figuring out what it exactly was we were doing there and creating a brand around it and videoing it and then marketing it. So we went, we went to the residential side, um, which people say, ah, oh, yeah, it's still just design and architecture. It's like, but it's actually quite different. Um, 
in terms of a of a both a business model and a and a client relationship uh as soon as you bring all the personal stuff into it it's like it's not business to business anymore it's business to person so it's mm-hmm. it's it changes the game dramatically just yeah, in term in terms of well, how you think about designing. it you know yeah you're still designing for like <clears throat> I, I you know correct me if i'm wrong but 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 you guys were really good at helping like businesses sort of gather better uh, you know yeah. like bases that would would encourage more productive meetings also just just more a better experience for their employees just the, you know they're at work they're more comfortable because of just all the design you know sort of elements that yeah. were were sort of more thoughtful and less sort of less sort of like uh sort of old-fashioned right they're more like oh, this is how we work so so you know this is how we should be sitting and working and meeting and like like that right yeah, like, like really, if you you know think back to the office stuff for a second, like we're actually super pumped up and excited about where it's going to go because we were building out spaces for offices um, before the pandemic for the sort of ten percent, maybe sort of the you know the early adapters kind of people that were looking for something more along the lines of collaboration and and really spaces that were like all about social and people and being creative and and sort of you know the the knowledge based industries that were into that the tech Toronto tech industry was was a big uh, client base of ours so and still is um, but but and now everybody's on the on the bandwagon right because now even the banks are going oh well yeah we don't need all people sitting here all day we're just going to build out these you know uh, collaborative spaces now the office is going to be about collaboration it's going to be about social it's about seeing people it's about ideas and sharing and all that kind of stuff and yeah. and so it's like we were already doing that so it's like I think in the future it's 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 hopefully going to be to our advantage but the other thing that's going to change of course is that it's it's the offices i think when they come back is first of all it's going to be different for everybody so some people will go back exactly the way they were they'll be they'll nine to five they'll drive the they'll drive the drive they'll do the commute they'll everything will be exactly the same on the one end of the spectrum and then they're on the other end there'll be people that never go back to the office ever and then in between, everybody's going to have to pick where how they balance, like where, which, where, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of people are we, what kind of culture do we have in our business, and it blends a lot in with with what we talk about a lot, which is the the culture of business, as to how your office space works for you, and and that's how we always started a conversation with the client. We never started talking about space. We started talking about them, uh, talking to them about culture and people and how they interact and you know what they're trying to accomplish and their goals and objectives and stuff like that and and that's that's going to continue even more now so so that's kind of exciting for us and we think that it creates as well uh an opportunity for all of us like having watched and also myself uh been in you know places where you know the grind and the and the work-life balance is just off the charts all work like 100 percent work no life I think it creates an opportunity for us all to kind of bring some more balance into our worlds, you know? Yeah, well, um, how do you, uh, let me ask you this. So like you, 
this is like something I've I've always been cynical about about the startup culture and the tech culture is that you'd walk yeah. in fucking offices with fucking hammocks and beanbag chairs, right? <laughs> and, and I yeah. and, and some people would see, oh wow, look at this. And what I would see was these guys want me to fucking live here. They want yeah. to give me snacks all day, bagels all day, right? And maybe yep. I can sleep here. Beers. Beers and lots of beers. And I and I saw right <laughs> through that, man. I was like, fuck this. I want my office space is gonna be so uncomfortable that yeah. <laughs> totally know, right. It's a funny totally right. But but that's just me, right? Like that's me being overly cynical, I I think. And that doesn't mean like me at me at uh, a certain age would would love an office like that, right? Me yeah. without kids. I don't have to go. You know what I mean? I'm there. I'm there. I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay with, with hanging out at work. Cause there are people like yeah. my age and it's better than any other environment that, that might've been more stuffy or more like going to, you know what I mean? Like at, at, a, at a certain age, I think you're okay with work being kind of this all the time, really fun thing. But right. there's a part of me that sees it for what it is at times where I'm like, man, these guys are just trying to milk, milk labor out of me. And then all of a sudden I'm at work all, all the time. And that, and that's the thing about, going into this is that like it's definitely a positive thing we've all been forced to to learn how to do video we've all been forced to learn how to work from home that's definitely a, like a positive side but but you know the negative side of me is would say that the lines are blurred you're always accessible your phone's always buzzing um but maybe that would have happened anyway because the technology of of a phone there's i i i have two staff and i have to tell them turn your notifications off like there are times when I, I'm going to send you something, you know, at night yep. or at 8 p.m. Yeah. I need to send it. I'm the owner of the company. I'm working. That's my choice. I'm not an employee yeah. per se. So I'm going to send that. But you are not required to, to reply to, to, any, to any, any, anything at, at that time. But it's hard for them. So I get that. So, I, so, so, so then I've changed it to say, well, you know what, Kevin? I can't, you know, don't, don't send that. You know, because yeah. they're wired differently. They're they're younger, and they're wired to sort of all be always be on their phones, and so that line is super blurry. Fucking right. I I remember fucking cell phones, man. It's and then they get and then they got smarter and smarter. So they weren't cell phones, and now you got a computer everywhere you go. You're fucking twenty four seven, three sixty five. I remember in in my early days. Uh, living in Denmark, I was uh, a software engineer at the time, and I was out. You know, I had a, a kind of a team, and we'd go out and do all kinds of client network installations and shit like that, right? And when when we got we all got cell phones, it was a freaking nightmare. I, I remember it was like you got to be fucking kidding me. These people can call me anytime, right? I can, it's just, it, and it was, it was like all of a sudden it just turned into this gong show where there was no separation between private time and, and work time. Yeah. And it all just started to blur together and that's whatever that is. That's like back in the early two thousands. Right. And, um, yeah, it, uh, it just all kind of blurred together and, and it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, worse until, um, uh, until these days, uh, you know, now it's not only, uh, t 
talking on the phone, but now you're ex expected to exchange contracts, documents, photos, video, fucking, you gotta like, oh my God. Like, what I found is everybody's gotta be an expert at fucking media. Well, <clears throat> dude, everybody is, is their own fucking PR, uh, PR yeah. person. Yeah. You gotta be like, be good at making like uh, documentaries about about your life every day. Essentially. <laughs> I know. Documentaries. <laughs> Seriously. The, I just, when's that bubble gonna burst, man? Like, how can we all live off just making videos of ourselves going, doing whatever the fuck we do? Like, I don't know what that is all about. Well, there's like that, there's that pressure, right? To like, to document everything. And we're all fucking Spielbergs yeah. out there. The, the thing is, I mean, we all get angry and like, for, for me, it's at, at concerts, it kills me with the video and like, it's like, because I know that videos that nobody watches those videos that they took at the concert, like the moment is so special. And I, so they feel the urge to capture it, but you know, your phone is not capable of like, it's so loud. It can't take the sound, yeah. it won't watch it. It won't, you know, and so it bugs me because obviously they're missing out on just being present. Uh, but I think it might, you know, eventually it, there are, there is going to be movements of, of low tech movements, right. That are, that are going to come and, and you're going to be able to be in environments that are free from that kind of, of stuff. And, and, and for yeah. me, there's too much, the phone is too smart. If you have it on you, I don't think you should feel bad about looking at it. Um, the trick for me ha has been actually to just not have it on me. And if you don't have it on you, it, it's, it's way way less hard it's freedom it. like it's you don't, freedom. don't feel the urge to go and get it it's just like oh, i don't have it or if i go to the park with my kids and i leave it here yeah if i if i go go to the park with them and i have it i'm looking at it because there's fucking fun shit all over it game scores <laughs> yeah sports betting happening yeah yeah, yeah. never any from our uh, the group chat right there's all kinds of cool entertainment happening right yeah. that's better than looking at a, a fucking playground in the freezing right that's not that fun <laughs> but if i no, don't have oh, it kev kev man your kids are in the fucking playground come on look at your kids i know but i'm just like i'm there every day and i'm staring at it and it's i like, know i'm kidding i know exactly happening. what you mean um but <laughs> but when i leave it at home i it's not as painful but what has it been like for so 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 where are your kids now uh yeah so the kids have uh i you know it's it's all different. I got three and they're older. So one's one lives in Copenhagen and um, he's probably had the best ride through, through all this because his uh, he works for a technology startup in Copenhagen and they've actually done pretty well. They haven't, the business hasn't suffered much. In fact, it's grown. Um, and so he's been busy um, and Copenhagen has been sort of like sort of like Toronto, but less like it's they had um, yeah, they kind of opened up the same of, waves, but just yeah. less less dramatic waves. So you know they they were also closed, but for much shorter times. Um, and it's it's uh, it's opening up again now. Um, where and so he's been he's been pretty good, you know, like he's on his own, whatever, and and uh he's worked a little bit from home he's been good but my my other two kids so my my middle huh no I mean, fuck i haven't seen him for two years because i hadn't been uh oh i'm lying no he came home in the summer 
Actually, he was. Yeah, he came home in the summer and quarantined for right. 14 days right. with us. That's so, good. yeah, which was cool. So we got to see him. Um, but before that, I hadn't seen him since the summer before, and we probably won't see him till I don't know, till we get rid of all this quarantine shit uh, yeah. again, hopefully in the summer or the end of the summer or something. Um, so, uh, but my other two kids have been home and, uh, my daughter just finished, uh, graduated Western last, uh, whatever spring. Yeah. All of her, you know, end of, canceled. uh, university career canceled, no convocation, no part. I mean, I think she got enough partying in, in the first three and a half years to do her for the, <laughs> so missing the last, a uh, couple months was probably something that she felt was really hard, but you know, in hindsight, I don't know. Uh, anyway, but uh, then she had to, you know, she's been home and dealing, uh, you know, here with all the all the shutdowns and and lockdowns and whatever. Yeah. Um, trying to find a job, really hard. Obviously, like the job market is pretty shitty. Yeah, no one's growing. Right. Um, very few, anyways, companies that are growing and hiring and stuff. But um, she managed to get a, a short contract. Uh, I think it was driven by one of those government. Um, it was like one of those, uh, what is it called? Uh, Digital Main Street, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, where they, they help small business come online and get e-stores, e-commerce going and stuff like that. And so she she got a contract working for one of the marketing companies that was um, fulfilling um, the government's contracts for some from small businesses, which has been great. She's been doing that. And we're lucky because, again, she's got a space to be in a laptop and whatever so she can get online and not be too interrupted and actually do some work from here. And... Um, and then she just found out on uh, Friday that she got a new job, actually. So she she actually scored a full-time job with a marketing company that has been growing, um, again, based on... And she's she took she studied marketing. She was looking for marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've they've done well um, because of the, you know, the pandemic has, you know, urged a lot more people to think about different ways of marketing, right? So... Yeah. So they've been able to grow, I guess, based on that, and um, and so that she got hired as a into a full time uh, entry level position. So you know, a year later, uh, she's got a job, which is great, super. Um, but it's been tough, you know. Like, and my my youngest is grade twelve, yeah. and it's been a just a nightmare. Like, you know, I know that the schools are doing their best and you know, like it's nobody want, you know, they're all forced into the situation, but the, the online learning part of the curriculum is, is not good enough. It's, yeah. it's just not for, especially for the, I think for the high school students, pro- I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have the little guys running around these days, so I'm sure it's basically not existent for them. But, but when you're actually trying to get into university and get good marks and, you know, um, it, it was really, really difficult for, for, I think him and his, most of his buddies that yeah, I've talked to about it. They're a test case. They're, they're like in, yeah. the, if they were to do this, you know, in a non-emergency situation, there would be, this would be the first year of them doing piloting online like, yeah. with a small group of kids that would be like volunteers. And then they would iterate and make a program over like five years. Yeah, they're just yeah. overnight. They're just doing it right. 
Yeah. And I can't imagine it. And, and so how's it been for your, for your, for like for your kids, like mental health wise? Yeah. So especially Seb, the, my youngest again, like, um, uh, because he's a little bit introverted to begin with a little bit, you know, quiet and he's not, he's, he was not like, um, one of these kids that's like just always on his phone talking to people and whatever, like, um, he's got a smaller group of friends, good friends, but smaller group of friends. And, and, and so he's really suffered. He's, um, um, I mean, it ends well because he just found out yesterday that he got into uh, the university of Victoria, which is where he wanted to go. So now he's really happy and pumped and ready to go. And wow. looks like B looks like BC is going to have, uh, I guess, uh, in-person, uh university next september is what they're yeah. saying so anyways that's that's all looking great but i mean the the process was been has been he's been i mean god he i if i could count the number of hours he spends in his room i think i would just like blow my head off yeah um and uh and he's i mean i wouldn't say he's depressed but he's not himself he's yeah. you, you know like he's totally um, he's just really slow and not himself and just kind of hanging around and, and not very happy, but he doesn't, you know, doesn't smile much. He's been, yeah. especially the last six months since the summer, Yeah, you know, since the summer, it's just been really, really tough. It's hard to find. It's hard to find. Uh, I mean, I went through a period right after the new year where it was like, just this one day, it was like, man, there's, I'm not looking forward to anything. Yeah. So no, I, yeah, no, man. I had this middle, midwinter, like January, February. <sighs> Fuck. That was, that was brutal. It, yeah. It, especially if you're like him and you're not like, I don't, I'm not really into TV show. I'm not any movies. Like, I'll, I'll watch them. But you know, the things that I like to do, I like to, to yeah. sports. I like to just, just yeah. have beers with guys. Like, so yeah, you and me, you and me both, yeah. man. And yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't think of anything that, like, you know, usually you have things in your, even, even if you're in a, a rough patch, there's things in the calendar that you're like, okay, you know, even, yeah. and I, and I started to, I, once I started to not really like get excited about even like sports, like even watching sports, which I enjoy to watch sports. Once I started not even really caring, that was like a red flag. I'm like, what is going on? Like I used to, really look yeah. forward to this and you know i think that there's even with sports i mean it's all part of your same world so you're you're sort of down in general but also watching the games is kind of like without fans it's just a it's like a reminder you know yeah it's like, it's like a three-hour like reminder of how fucked up the world is <laughs> right like, yeah totally so you kind of like yeah so, so I, so I, I became less interested in that. And, and also, and I think people like us too are running small business, like the family businesses, it's, we're more susceptible because your, your, your world just really shrinks. Right. And, and, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, so Alex is, I mean, at least some like, you know, before I was not jealous at all about her having to get on calls with people, you know, her company is like, like where she works is it's global and she's on calls with people all over. And I'm like, now I'm jealous of it. Cause at least she, she's yeah. like getting updates. Oh, Hey, I'm, I'm in Brazil. I'm in Florida. I'm here. And there's like, you're sort of connecting. Right. Yeah. And, 
for us, it was like, I'm connecting with my small team, which was great. I'm glad I had them and I'm connect, but you're it's, there's this tension that you're dealing with too, because, uh, sort of everything's been uh, disrupted. And even the guy that you're talking to, like a guy that I'm talking to at a big company, I know that he just had to lay off like a hundred people. Yeah. And while being at home with, with his kids while sitting on his laptop, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah, I know I've heard, you know, I've, I've got a staff person that's in her like mid twenties and you know, it's, it's, I can see everybody's sort of experience is quite different um, in the pandemic yeah. in terms of how they're dealing with it. And- yeah. Shit, man. I like that. Those guys, I, I wonder what it's like to be, you know, like I was a corporate guy for many years. I worked for big companies and, you know, ran around and, and played the game and did all that, the, 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 the stuff for, for a paycheck, you know, until about, I guess about 10 years ago when I kind of broke out of that and, and started to go off and do more entrepreneurial things, um, uh, together with my wife, you know? And, and so, um, it, it's interesting to me to compare the two worlds because as a, as a small business owner, you know, like you, you're, you're, um, you're not only stuck at home with, you know, if you've got small kids, you've got to work and have the small kids like on your lap while you're working and you're, you know, trying to make it work. And, but you also have the immense, like it was so stressful not knowing whether we were going to make it, you know, like it's still stressful, you know, cause I don't know where this is all going to end. Like, um, and, and if we're going to get, you know, cause we haven't gotten there yet. So, you know, we got to, get to the other side you know i think about our buddy chris too tabit right like in the travel business like holy shit man like um when does it start to to go back and start to snowball back up the other way like and and when are we going to get like we're kind of all expecting at least you know we are the this a return of some kind and a and a and a chance to to get back at what we're good at and do what we do. Um, And it just feels like it's just always, you know, once two steps forward, three steps back, um, are we ever going to get there? And, and that's really super stressful. Like I find it anyways, really stressful. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about it all the time. Well, you're talking about, so there's one thing there's like, okay, so let's get the vaccinations. Right. But, but that, so that's just the first step. The step for your yeah. business and my, my business is like uh, 10 steps after that. Yeah. yeah, our, yeah. Brains, our brains, they can't even, they can't even go there because that's just sort of, there's, there's that first goal that we have to get to before we even start to think about all the other stuff. I know. And yeah. Like I've, I've mentioned this like before, it's been really a hard time to, to do business because, because of the, just the tension that's in the air, like yeah. whether or not you talk about it or not, it's yeah. like you don't you can sense it right and totally. and to build i wrote something too about how it's hard to like build build trust with people yeah that that you're just meeting you know because usually you you have those interactions where just looking somebody in in the eye and on these video screens, it's like impossible to look somebody in the eye because you're looking <laughs> down on the right. I'm looking over here. Yeah, I know. You're looking at the at the 
the face on the on the screen, not at the camera, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, and I mean, I I think this project is 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 trying to is kind of a bit of a therapy for me, you know, because I can. I can have a more of a vulnerable connection that I'm not used to because I fucking spend all day pitching, managing, trying to like, what's the next idea that I'm going to, you know, like trying to to be creative constantly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, and then also I, I, you know, I, I mentioned this in the past too. It's like, I produced this, let's say I produced this really cool event and everybody's at home and it's a really happy event. And then you, you hit like end broadcast. And I'm fucking sitting sitting in my living room. I can't even high five with anybody. Like I, can't, <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. There's, there's definitely there's definitely not yeah. that high, but there's also not that like that really important like rhythm. You know, when you yeah. finish a project and you sit down with your staff after it and you have a beer, yeah, and then you you, you uh, like for me uh, get on my bike my bike home. It's this ritual that had like, okay, work. And then now I'm home and I feel fulfilled, you know? Yeah. yeah. And now it's just sort of feels like a, just a level of like status quo and sort of, you're just kind of floating. Right. Yeah, man. Fuck. I, the last three or four months, especially, I feel like that level has been like way at the bottom and it's flat and it's just not going anywhere. Right. Like it's just like this flat, like no hockey, no, no, like uh, the only thing I've been able to do is, um, I get out and I, I run or I walk a little bit. Uh, and then I've been out on my bike in the snow a little bit too. Right. Oh, nice. just, just, just to freaking do something. But like, it's it, those things I wouldn't, I guess there's a bit of an upside there. I've actually had some adventures that I probably would never have had, uh, on my bicycle in the ravine, but uh but but still like it's just like it's so, so such a small upside compared to the, the monotony of the of the rest of it well and and and, and also your when your business sort of like feels like it's under siege and, and and therefore your livelihood and you you know we're both optimistic about it i'm i'm optimistic and i i, I feel privileged even to be able to be be in business still oh totally i have trouble like totally. you know like guys have been asking to go out on bike rides and because in the summer i was like feeling better i was like getting some some work done and now i'm like fuck i i don't feel like i can go out on a bike ride because you know what i mean i i feel like i can't take my eyes off the business for that time even though like i work i work enough hours i put enough hours into it it's like just never ending like feeling of like how do i keep this thing afloat you know and i know now that that it I should still go because ultimately I'm not going to come up with a good idea. You know, you need to get the blood going and that will make me feel happier. But everything seems sort of up, sort of hard to, hard to figure out on that front. Motivation, right? Like where mm-hmm. does motivation come from? I don't know where it comes from, if it doesn't, but it sure as hell doesn't come from sitting around your house, trying to get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you can't, I don't know me. I guess there's, I think we're all, or anybody that's, doing anything the least bit sort of creative or entrepreneurial, you know, you need, you need some form of inspiration, you know, influences, you need outside uh, exposure, right? Like you need exposure to stuff more than just like surfing around YouTube or whatever the hell you need actual exposure to things to, I don't know, just human 
human nature to to need that to be able to function creatively or or, so or wife, be inspired yeah so have you guys had to like you know with your two kids at, at home have you guys had to like install any like have a meeting be like okay guys like here's how <laughs> you know like I, I i think about my parents right they're 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 like 82 and 72 and they're like my mom's like oh well we play we play chess for half an hour a day they have they've sort of had to install these sort of things to keep them like yeah and yeah I'm, I'm, like i'm curious if you guys have, have had to had you know any of those yeah kind of so another i guess another uh you know upside slash thing that i'm super grateful for is that two of my kids are home uh and uh med and i uh, have have been able to you know in close quarters much closer quarters than we're even used to even having you know worked together over the years now um like they were not like we haven't killed each other and and not only that we've actually had um you know we've used several occasions or like almost weekly i would say we probably get together for dinner you know three or four nights a week and we actually make dinner in the kitchen uh someone makes dinner there's some chatter around the kitchen as we're making dinner and whatever. And we sit down and we have dinner, the four of us. Right. And we check in with each other and you know, what's going on and what'd you do today, if anything, <laughs> and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And that's been, that's been amazing. It's been really, really great. Um, and then we've also, you know, we've done some things that we wouldn't like, I don't know, I've learned how to make pizzas and, uh you know so like we have the well pizza like homemade pizza night and all this shit and you know like those things maybe they would have happened but you know they were certainly easier uh, to to make happen with uh with the fact that we're we're stuck here so you know silver linings i guess or whatever you want to call them but yeah super there's definitely a, a part sorry to interrupt but like when if next fall like both your kids are out of the house right you're gonna miss them fucking right like uh, empty nesters right like it's maybe you know what a brilliant thing that they were able to be here so so much over these last you know months just yeah. before it goes poof <laughs> and they're all gone right yeah so so yeah i don't know uh it's it's i think there are definitely some silver linings and and but i i think as well it's hard i understand people that are like going yeah bullshit there's no fucking silver line. you know yeah. like i totally get that um i i think i'm just kind of super lucky you know and i think you are too to have some some people around you that love you and you can hang out and actually you know get some get some time that actually feels good with some other people yeah. you know and what has it been like with maybe with with your daughter more I mean, maybe like having them go out and socialize and, you know, cause I know that whole world is, is different. I mean, it's, it's easy for us to say like, stay home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it sucks. But, but yeah, we know how to like, we're kind of past that, that time of really needing to socialize, uh, you know, we can wait. Yeah. Well, I know that if you ask your age, right? Like what, what would you be? Oh doing? my God. I, I know. Be out partying all the time. Sorry, sorry uh, to say. Yeah, totally. Like, Fuck this. I'm at, I'm partying. You know, yeah, no, I, like I think that I wouldn't be, but I, I feel like at that age, at my early 20s, I would have been saying, 
see you later dad i'm i'm going to the house party yeah like i'm going to hang in the basement with some buddies and yeah. whatever yeah absolutely yeah, right you too like, yeah, yeah yeah or or, or yeah, fucking right uh and there and there's definitely there is some of that so i can see it just because of um you know watching watching my kids but especially my daughter is much more she's kind of more naturally uh, a social animal but so she she has managed to find a boyfriend during this mm -hmm. so that goes to show that you know there actually there's still some social stuff going on um and there's some some house parties happening for sure and there's some of this but but i would say that it's been less than i would have expected yeah having you know having been that age and watching them now um like emma i know she's she's amazing she gets together with her friends and they'll go for long walks yeah uh down to the you know down the ravines and and or or whatever and they'll get together when it's allowed which it is again now to sit on the back deck yeah um for a little while um and hang out um but i guess also maybe I guess now that now that she's got this, um, I don't know how she found this new boyfriend. Like, how do you get a boyfriend in COVID? Like, I don't know. But anyways, uh, clearly she was. There uh, is the internet, Scott. Yeah, there is the internet, I'm sure. And the, and I guess they. She, it was a guy she knew before and whatever. Anyway, but so she goes down. He, he lives. He's in an apartment with a couple of the guys downtown. So so a couple nights a week now she'll head down there. Yeah. Um, which is totally cool. Like I can't like. You, you know, Everybody's I think like, there's odds, you got to right? be reasonable, right? Yeah, exactly. I agree. You can't you can't take the rules literally. I don't think I, if I would like to meet somebody that's taken <laughs> taken the rules literally. I mean, you, you got to use your common sense and be careful and all that. But oh, my God, you can't you can't not like we we're also like in a little bubble with my sister and yeah, and my brother and stuff and. You know, we'll see their kids every now and then. Yeah. You know, what the hell? Like, I don't know. We're pretty careful. We go, we hang out outside when we can and yeah. whatever. So. Yeah, like if and that and that's the scary part about about you know what what it seems like we both went through uh, was when when you talk about depression, it's like it is it it feels like it's that when you're not really looking forward to anything. Right. Yeah. And, and for us, for at least for, for me, it, it, it came easily to, to look forward to things. I, I just had a, I just was always able to put something in the calendar that yeah. would, get, would get me pumped up and would, and it could be this, you know, the small, you know, uh, Tuesday night hockey totally that happened on, on the same night as a leaf game. And I knew we would go to the bar and watch the leaf. Game. That'd be like the best night ever. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> seven o'clock leaf game, six thirty hockey, seven, amazing i know right as but yeah when that perfect uh that perfect lineup with the 6 30 game with the yeah. seven o'clock leaf starts so you get there after the you know halfway through the first and have a few pints just and to, the guys keep rolling in and guys roll in right to the end of the hockey game you oh. go home and you just sleep like a baby gorgeous yeah <laughs> gorgeous. And, totally. even, and and we were we were kind of like spoiled too you know as as you as you saw you know I got into golf this summer. I got got yeah. like, got really good at it, as you as yeah. you saw too. I was really good. You were hammered. No, no, whatever. But I was not good. But um, <laughs> it it was definitely something I look forward to. Yeah. And 
it was so weird. Like, you know, I get into running too and it, and it never got, it's still not fun. I still don't feel. No, like I hate it. running. I fucking hate running. I, I run like doing anything on my own. I, I like to, and, but hang on a second. A running group is not something I would fucking join. That's for no, sure. no, but, but I like, I think I, I really thrive in, you know, the competitive environment. You know, I, I, yeah. I want to have a score. I want to have, I don't need to win, but I like having team a sports too, right? Like team sports. Yeah. in the room with the guys, you know, before yeah. and after team sports, you know, so you, you got to work with a ton of other people and yeah, I miss the team sports. So that's, I mean, that's the, that's the most for sure. And the uh, golf golf's pretty good, even though it's in, it's like going around four guys having a few beers and and like you know it's pretty the, good yeah the garbage the the, the trash talk is like oh, it's man. it's never better than the, in those four hours on the golf course like it yeah. it's i love there's nothing i love more than the trash talk on the golf course right it's yeah, the best. Yeah, and i think you know one thing you mentioned earlier was like you know what what we don't get to have is those casual interactions that are like that happen when you're traveling or, or happen when you're when you know you're at a concert or happen when you just sort of have these you know with strangers and that's what makes living in, in the city so so good is because you can you just meet the best people here everybody yeah. you know from all walks of life yeah and now all of our interactions are so like rigid and planned right i know and there's no time for these little sort of interactions that are not planned yeah. I'll talk that aren't that aren't sanitized that just kind of happen right I what's well, it's just energy people's energy like it's just energy really like yeah. you know at its base level it's about energy and we actually talk about it all the time when we're talking about culture and companies and space and how do you create energy because that's what we're trying to do we're trying to create the right energy for an organization to thrive right yeah. but and the reason we're trying to do that is because people get off on it you know, like we all get off on yeah. being in a place with whatever we're into. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't know whether you're into music, whether you're into sports, whether you're into, um, you know, hanging at the bar with, with a couple people, whatever, like whatever you happen to be into, you get a vibe, an atmosphere, an energy, right? Like, and there's none of that right now. There's just, yeah. it's just like sitting here with a computer screen. I mean, it's awesome to sit and talk to you. Like, I love it. Like, it's great. But, you know, creating a vibe as we're sitting here with looking at each other's video cameras is like... Hey, you don't like my background here, too? You don't like the fucking... The oh, I love the background, man. What's, I was actually trying to figure out what that book is behind you there, man. Which black, one? something black. Oh, Washington Black. Washington Black, yeah. What's it's that all about? It's a great book. Yeah. I just started it. But it's, a, yeah. I mean, it's about slavery. So it's, I mean, it's okay. well-written, but very... Yeah. Kind of tragic heavy yeah. yeah 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 this is the right time for heavy books you know totally that's so funny <laughs> well i read this book too dude the moon of the crusted snow indigenous oh. author it was fucking yeah. it was so scary it gave me fucking nightmares i i didn't even i i was so, <laughs> so frightened to even like i wanted to finish it but i never was like I was so frightened about the next page I, I, because it was just like, yeah, these books are important, but, but honestly, most of the books, most of the, the books I've been like reading now have been, 
I'm reading a book now about like football scouting, like a former GM in the NFL. Like that's the <laughs> kind of content I I I'm I, I want now. Super yeah. light, like yeah. yeah, super like like that. I can't really handle any heavy stuff yeah. these, these days. How about you? I go back and forth. So I go I go kind of waves, heavy to light to back to heavy. I've I've uh, I read uh, this is gonna sound stupid. So I'm I. Right now, I'm reading this book called God's Shadow. Okay. And it's about this uh, Ottoman Empire sultan back in uh, 1500. Okay. And his life and then the history all around it. It's fascinating. It's brilliant. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good read. Like the guy, the historian or whoever that wrote it is a good writer. So it, it's like pretty, you know, elaborative um, yeah. storytelling. Uh, which is great. I love it. It's, and, and it's, and it's interesting cause it's, I'm learning a lot. So that's my heavy that's that I have going right now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then I've read comic books, you know, like I, I go from one spectrum to the yeah, for one, sure. one end to the other. Cause I, you know, I'll get out some Donald, at least, you know, the Donald duck, uh, what do you call it? Comic books are pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best books I had read uh, this year uh, was the Elton John biography. Oh, uh, no way. That was a great yeah. book. Very honest, yeah. very candid. And uh, no, I, I, you know, it's, it, I've had a good, you know, like a good run with books a lot more than, yeah. I, than I would have ever read because, you know, I'm not yeah. coming home super tired after, you know, a few yeah. years at, at May days. So I'm able to read a yeah. lot. More. One of the things that saved me a little bit too is, um, is I play guitar. Oh, nice. So I, I've learned quite a few, uh, quite a few songs and, and kind of just played, you know, it's guitar playing guitar for me is like, I'm not very, like, I'm not really that great. I'm, you know, I got an acoustic guitar. I pick it up and I can mm -hmm. get through a few songs, but I can, uh, it's just, it takes up time and it's relaxing. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of one of those things, you know, it's like what I miss actually about hockey too is the, the hour when you're on the ice with the guys and it's, it's just like a hundred percent focus, right? Like your brain, there's no phone. There's no, there's exactly. You're, you're in a bubble. You're just completely in your own little sp spot and you're, and you're loving it. And that's guitar kind of does that too. It takes me away. It just kind of, you know, yeah. Just, I go downstairs and in the basement and it's, nobody can hear me and I'm just, you know, it's, it's down in the studio yeah down the studio <laughs> yeah i'll have to record something for you not you guys have a camp <laughs> you have a bonfire in the backyard uh we do have a little fire pit in the backyard actually so we'll fire up the old yeah we'll fire it up the old acoustic there we'll yeah. sing some u2 songs man absolutely absolutely we we'll do we have to do that in the spring all right well we'll end it there buddy that all right man awesome that was a lot of fun, man. That was good fun.